of the uh, talk topic, brush with fame, mm-hmm. people you might bump into. Yeah, yeah. I had a brush with fame two weeks ago. Which was? I went to Manly Skiff Club. Mm-hmm. Guess who was in there? No. Anthony Seabold. Did you go and Who's our very Did you go and him? No, no, he sat with us. I was concerned, though. He had a couple of beers he was driving. Can I use one of your expressions? When I rang you yesterday, on Friday, you said, I'm six beers in, hurry up. <laughs> so when you went across the solo to Anthony Seabold, no, how many beers were you in by that stage? Oh, I'd had about four. Oh, gee. The problem I had, though, was that I got in a shout with Seabold, but he sort of didn't move when it was his shout. You know when you're thinking that it's their turn, but they just don't get up? It's a bit awkward. Anthony Seabold, good morning. You better put this story to bed, because knowing Dino, he may not have shouted at all. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Bulldog. What an intro. That's <laughs> did he put his hand in his bin at any stage of that shout? I've got a bad back, uh, Seeps. Yeah, no, he did, i got to say, but also I did, and I let Bulldog know, and that's why he's bringing that up, because he asked, he said, who bought this one? And I jumped in and said, I did, and then uh, he gave it to me ever since. He got a megaphone, I bought this <laughs> shout, like how, Seeps. How many beers was he up to by that stage when he came across to say good day? Well, actually, I, I went in there and I went straight up. Um, actually, it was, it, was a, yeah, it was a good uh, hour and a half. I invited um, Seeps down. Yeah, okay. yeah no, it was a good hour and a half um, getting to um, have a chat to the Bulldog and a lot of friends. And actually, you know, I thought you were going to say that the uh, celebrity was Scott Gourlay, mate. I, yeah, I, I saw Scott, Scott again yesterday. That um, um, someone I admired from a distance for a long time. Mm. Obviously, had a great rugby career and then um, a fantastic rugby league career. So, um, no, it was, it was a good afternoon. He was some player, Scotty Goulet. Um, Steve, yeah, wonderful rugby league player, but gee, he was an amazing rugby yeah, player. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was, I would have been 15 uh, when the Lions come out in 89. And I remember, um, I think it might even be his debut series, but I remember he was only young, maybe 20 years of age. And um, like that was a pretty brutal series. And uh, yeah, I just I remember him from, from, from that particular series and then obviously followed his career um, when he played with the Dragons and, and the Roosters. So uh, no, it was great to meet him in person. Terrific. Hey, Anthony, we're counting down now to the, the pre-season challenge and also, of course, Vegas for the Round 1 games. Um, Manly will uh, take on the Roosters on Saturday in a pre-season challenge, all part of this massive build-up to this game against South Sydney and Vegas on what will be March 3 back home. How is the preparations? And, and also, when do you leave for America? Um, yeah, so this, if we work backwards, um, we... we um, leave for America on February the 21st, um, which is w- when most of the other clubs are, are leaving sometime around then. Um, so we'll head over there. We're in two groups. We don't, for, uh, unfortunately, we don't get the, the opportunity to go over on the one plane. We've got to go over two days. So we'll head over the 21st, 22nd. Um, our preparation for, for um, that has um, you know, really sort of solidified the last two weeks. We, we, we've confirmed a training venue, or the NRL confirmed a training venue for us over there, um, which, which is great. Um, it's about um, 15 minutes from the hotel. We've had the UFC High Performance Centre confirmed for a long time for our wrestle sessions and our gym sessions and our recovery sessions. So we've got fantastic facilities there. We're really looking forward to playing um, you know, that, that round zero game. We, we actually got a uh, trial game this afternoon, actually, with guys like Luke Brooks and um, Nathan Brown, uh, Tommy Tlau, Jackson Parler, a few of our um, signings will, will play this afternoon. Um, and then we'll have a bit of a mixed team against the, the Roosters. Probably um, our, our best 13 um, won't play against the Roosters next week in the first official trial because we fly a couple of days later, so we want to yeah. be a little bit conservative about anyone getting HIAs or, or any bumps and, and bruises before we, um, we set off on international travel. So... 
um, yeah, a little bit of a, a funny period this next week and a half. Um, but yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it now. Seeps, where's that game and uh, who are you playing against this afternoon? Yeah, so we're playing against um, the Rabbitohs um, yep. at Gosford That's at 4 p.m. So yep. yeah, so if anyone's listening and they want to come around, they want to have a, have a look at a game of footy. Um, yeah, look, um, the, the Bunnies have got guys like Tane Milne and Brad Burns playing for them, and as I said, we've got um, a couple of our new signings um, playing for us. And um, that's this afternoon, 4 p.m. at, uh, at Gosford there. And then, obviously, the first official trials next uh, next weekend for us. And, um, yeah, so get to play some footy over the next sort of six or seven days. Steve, so just back to Vegas briefly, you're a real uh, student of the game. You, you, you love your history of the game. And when I had that beer with you last week, I know how much you remember and, 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 and particular games that you grew up watching. Can you believe that you're actually coaching a team at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas? No, it's, it's pretty surreal. surreal. Um, but that's been my whole, whole coaching uh, journey. Uh, but, you know, I grew up in Rocky and we don't get to see one um, you know, Win, Winfield Cup game, as it was called back then, um, on, on telly before, uh, you know, before we used to get Friday night footy and so on. We don't get a Sunday night game. So Dad used to let us stay up. Um, we, we were Parramatta supporters um, of all things um, back back then, growing up as a kid. I remember watching you know, guys like McCrone and, and you know, Peter Sterling, Ray Price, all those sorts of guys play. Um, so, yeah, no, it's pretty surreal to be coaching Manly, who um, have been a, um, a great club for you know a long period of time since 1947. So, um, no, I'm really privileged, mate. Um, it is a bit surreal to coach over... Um, a proper competition game, you know, it's not a trial game, it's it's, it's for two points and um, yeah, it's a great opportunity for myself, for our, our team and our club. You, you mentioned earlier about the new signings for this season, a lot of focus on, on Luke, uh, Luke Brooks, uh, Anthony, you're coming off a 2023 where injuries really did interrupt your season. How are you shaping up for 2024 and indeed what difference can Luke Brooks make to the Manly Seagulls? Yeah, well, firstly, um, yeah, we felt like we made some, you know, some, some really good games last year. I think everyone saw the, the footy that we played to start of the year and to finish the year. Um, you know, it was of a, a really high standard. Where we struggled a little bit, as you said, was um, you know when uh, we had some injuries. You know, during that middle third of the year, we, we just couldn't quite cover. Um, you know, the gaps. You know, we had um, Tom out obviously for um, half the season, but you know, we had Jake Trevojevic out for. You know, seven or eight games, you know, amongst others. And so we, we probably were a little bit challenged. So bringing someone like Brooksy in um, certainly adds depth to our squad, adds class as well. You know, he's played 200 games. You know, he's, a, he's an elite player. He's, he's, he's been in a challenging um, situation whereby, I suppose, the microscope or the spotlight's really been on him for probably the best part of a decade um, at the Tigers. So... We just wanted to get him here, um, you know, get him to fall in love with our club and, and how we're trying to do things. And, I mean, you know, guys like uh, Daly Cherry Evans and, and Tommy Trevojevic and Jake Trevojevic, they're the guys who, you know, are the, um, you know, focal point for us. So Brooks can just come here and enjoy his footy. And, you know, to your point around the injuries, we've tried to add some depth with guys like Nathan Brown and Tommy Talao, Jackson Palo. Um, amongst others, you know, to try and um, give us the best opportunity regardless of who's available to, to compete and, and to perform um, week in, week out. Seabs, I spoke to you, oh, it would have been just before Christmas, and I remember clearly you were absolutely impressed with Nathan Brown, his attitude, uh, his training ethic, and I got the feeling then that he would more than likely be in that Vegas team. I mean, I know you haven't named your team yet, but how close is Nathan Brown 
two being selected for round one? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, I think, um, you know, we're able to, or we're in the process of, of getting him signed to our top 30. Um, you know, we, we released uh, Christian Tukaluta uh, during the week to the Dragons because he's got a really good opportunity there to play first grade week in, week out. Uh, but what, I, what it did was enable us to, um, you know, upgrade uh, Nathan from a training trial um, opportunity to uh, our full-time squad in our top 30. So, uh, Brand is now eligible to be selected, and um, the way he's trained, like we were picking our best 17 today, certainly being that best 17, I think he's had a fantastic pre-season. Um, the, the guys, you know, the um, the SAS guys who ran our man of mentality camp, you know, voted him the the you know, the man of mentality award for, you know, um, the effort that he showed during you know that particular um, camp. So I couldn't be more impressed with him. He's got a point to prove to people. I think Bulldog, you know, I think um, he's, he hasn't been happy with his last two seasons. And, um, you yeah, know, he's come with a fantastic attitude. And um, as I said, like, he's, yeah, he's, he's created an opportunity for himself. Yeah, he's an impact player when he when he's right, Nathan Brown. A lot of um, uh, interest and focus will be on Tommy Trebojevic at the back in the number one jumper. From all reports, Anthony, he's training up a storm over summer. Yeah, he's had a really, um, yeah, really consistent, um, you know, pre-season. He's he's done the full twelve weeks of pre-season training. We had a scrimmage against the Dragons, which um, you know he participated in. We we had our, you know, probably what would be our our best, you know, twenty three, twenty four players participate in that um, scrimmage against the Dragons last Friday. And Tom was really good in that. Um, he won't play any of the trials. You know, we know what he brings to our group, so he's on an individual program. Um, now for you know the next week and a bit until we go um, along with probably you know there's nine or ten others who are on a similar sort of program who you know guarantee their spot on the plane you know we don't see the point of of them playing in the trials but there's some guys who are competing for spots some guys who want to you know want them to wear the manly jersey before um, that game over in Vegas so um, yeah Tom's one of them but yeah he's had a particularly good pre pre season and um, yeah we're looking forward to you know, him having a, a really consistent year on the field. And, you know, we know that the quality that he brings is, is first class. You know, I really believe that he's in the top two or three players um, when he's fit and healthy and, and firing. So, um, yeah, we know what he can bring. Asleeps, they're all professionals, and I don't think there'll be an issue. But how important is it for you to stress to the players that Vegas will be exciting, there'll be bright lights, there'll be a carnival atmosphere there. It really will be a special occasion. But when you peel it all back, it's for two points. And yeah. those two points later in the year, who knows? They could be vital. So do you have to sort of drum it into them and say, yes, enjoy the experience. Yes, take in the atmosphere. But when it's game time, yeah, it's game time. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we, we're doing a lot of work on that at the moment. Although it's a really good point, you know, how we minimise the interference, um, how we handle the, the um, international travel, um, you know, they're the types of things that will... Um, you know, determine whether we be at our best for, for that 80 minutes on, on um, you know, or March the third Aussie time or March the second Vegas time for, for that 80 minutes against the Bunnies. So, you know, we're investing a lot of time in, um, you know, preparing the players. You know, the other thing is we understand that, like, it's, it's a real, it's a, you know, anyone who hasn't been there, like, the, the bright lights really hits you when you land there. And um, one of the reasons why we're spending the, the entire 10 days, because some people think you're crazy spending, you know, 10 days in Vegas, but, we want to try and normalise it. We want to try and make it so um, the players, when we first arrive, get an opportunity to um, 
you know, have that balance between um, getting over the jet lag, you know, restarting the engine with regards to their training, but having a couple of, um, I suppose, you know, opportunities to to have a look around Vegas or have a look around the Grand Canyon, et cetera, over those first two or three days. But then as we get closer to the game, we really want to narrow our focus. And we've got a really good leadership group and we've got a um, of senior players, which is Jake, Tom and, and Chez. And we've got a really good um, core leadership group, you know, guys like uh, Molly, Olakawatu, Ruben Garrick, uh, Lockie Croker, Tofsi, to name a few, Josh Alloway, to name a few of them. Um, who are on board with, with what we're trying to do. Um, so it's going to be a balance, there's no doubt about it. But And they're adults, and so we don't want to treat them like school kids. But mm. um, the responsibility for us as a club and for um, us individually is to be at our very best on, on that Saturday night over there and, um, and give a good account of ourselves. And I'm sure that South Sydney will be in the same boat. You know, They want to get over there and give a good account of themselves. So it's going to be a cracking game, you know, whether you're there live or watching back home. Um, yeah, what a fantastic way to start start their season. Seb, I'm just going to put you on the spot here. It's a bit of a question without notice. The Immortals debate has come up again, and Peter Volandis is going to uh, get the ball moving in the next week or two as to when and uh, who may be in the Immortals frame to be the 14th. Given you're a student of the game and you've watched it intensely for years, is there a player or is there two players that you think should be highly considered to be the next immortal or immortals? Uh, um, yeah, well, someone who comes to mind straight away is, is Alfie Langer. Um, I think, you know, you look at the success he had um, individually and, you know, with the Broncos and at State of Origin level um, and for Australia for such a long period of time, I think he certainly needs to be considered. You know, I think sometimes because he's such a larrikin away from footy, uh, people forget how how good of a footy player he really was, Bulldog. You would have seen a heap of him play. Um, the other one who definitely won't get mentioned, I don't think, but I just think he's the best forward that I saw was Bradley Clyde. Um, we actually were having a chat about him last week, Bulldog, weren't we? You know, how good of a, of a player he was. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like he gets mentioned a whole heap, but I remember being a um, teenager growing up and just watching him play. He really changed the game. Um, probably that new age forward of, you know, Six foot one, six foot two, um, you know, hundred odd kilos. Um, you know, got behind the footy, um, you know, on kick returns and, and carried on, you know, tackle two, tackle three, you know, in the kick chase line. But then he had that class, you know, um, of you know running fantastic lines. And, you know, he's a he's a, a great defender as well. So he's someone who probably won't get mentioned, but I think he's such, such an underrated player, um, Brad Clyde. I think he. He, he should be mentioned with the, the very best of, of the forwards that have played in our game. But, I, I, you know, I feel like Alfie's someone who genuinely would be considered and, and would be someone who would be um, well-recognised if he was the next immortal. Interesting. Bradley Clyde was at the races yesterday, Anthony, and seriously, he could still... He looked fit enough to play. Oh, yeah. Extraordinary. Uh, I can imagine, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Clyde for a while. Um, but, um, yeah, look, I often sort of um, will message him from time to time. She did, when I was coaching South, she did a little bit of work with Cameron Murray um, away from footy. Um, just, uh, yeah, a little, little bit of um, stuff there with yeah. Cam. So I thought he'd be a good role model for him. Uh, that's probably about five years ago now. But, yeah, what, what, a, what, what a guy. What a player, yeah. good, good guy, a fantastic player in his day. Yeah, and that's the thing about the immortal debate, isn't it, Anthony? There's no wrong answer because Alfie Langer, Bradley Clyde, two people you've mentioned that no one else has done so um, this morning, but both have compelling cases to become immortals as well. And that's what 
creates such a fantastic debate around um, this whole immortal concept. Yeah, no, it's, it's a fantastic concept and, um, yeah, provides great debate and, uh, for people who love, love, you know, the NRL. Hey, um, Anthony, we had Yvonne Sampson on earlier and I mentioned the same thing to her. Can you look after my little mate over in Vegas? Just make sure he gets on that plane home. Dean Richards. Oh, yeah. Did Yvonne say that? Yeah. No, I asked that that for Yvonne because she's going over to make sure Dino stays focused and professional and gets on that plane on the way home because Vegas and Dean Richie, my word, what could could go wrong? I'm sure he'll be be a pro. I'm a professional, Exactly. I'm a professional. That's it. Terrific. Hey, Anthony, thanks so much for joining us. Big season ahead for the Manly Seagulls. The very best of luck and good luck in Vegas as well. Yeah, good on your right. Good to see you. And uh, thanks, Paul. Cheers, guys. Thanks.